It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. God bless you guys. God bless the world, buddy. Let's go race. This is the Loud Pedal Podcast. A very diverse cast of automobile racing characters. Slide up for the lead and the win. He tagged the truck and drag race to the line. Who got it? Give it to Rico. With your host. NBC Sports television analyst and part-time midget racer, it's D. Welch, Mr. Dylan Welch. Yeah, you damn right I got that out there. Oh, that stupid-ass flagman. They got a dumb-ass flagman they can't see. And an expert in only one category, food. Now, look how big those things are. Little meat on the bone there. And cook perfect. Well, sometimes racing, but mostly food. When you're talking a, a meal, like people I'm about to die, I will ask for 15 to 20 chicken wings. It's heavy lunch, Tyler Burnett. We are back on the Loud Pedal Podcast here on Flow Racing as we get ready for driller season, the Lucas Oil Tulsa Shootout coming your way just after Christmas here on Flow Racing. D. Welch, Tyler Burnett with you. We will have Brian Walkopedia Walker on the show today. He is... What, two weeks out of the year, Walkopedia. The rest of the weeks, he is the uh, Twitter machine for the World of Outlaws Sprint Car Series. So it'll be good to have him on the show. He's pretty pretty crazy with stats and information and uh, loves those two weeks of racing, D. Welch. Yeah, he's, uh, you know, has certainly become a great resource for, um, you know, dirt racing in general. You know, just, you know, is is a guy that keeps meticulous records of, uh, you know, a lot of things that people don't think to keep track of, but that they find interesting. And then, you know, obviously, uh, as an Oklahoma kid, uh, you know, Chili Bowl and, and Shootout are, are even more important to him or, you know, special to him than, uh, you know, than to a lot of people. So these are the two weeks that he lives for. And, and uh, you know, I think it's reflected in his work because he uh, is is on the ball from the drop of the green flag, the very first uh, you know, session of hot laps at the shootout and never lifts until, uh, you know, the Sunday after Chili Bowl, basically. So if you're uh, if you're not following him, I don't know what you're doing. I don't know how you're watching this show and you don't follow him. But if you're not, now is a good time to do it. 
He is our annual resource for everything Tulsa for sure, uh, especially if you're filling out Lonnie Wheatley um, pool sheets that we lose money on every year. Uh, it's, it's a great time. It's our annual tradition of throwing money uh, into a fire pit and lighting it on fire um, when, we're pick, when we're picking our, our pool picks for the shootout and the Chili Bowl. I might do the shootout for the first time this year. I, I probably know a little bit more micro racing this year than I have in a while just because I went to the Give Back Classic. You know, you we went, well, you went uh, for the beginning of it, but uh, the, the big Millbridge 10K to win uh, micro sprint race where we had a live show there um, and, you know, going to last year's shootout. I I think I might have just, you know, maybe a top 5% five, 5% advantage, top, you know. But then when it comes to the Chili Bowl, I'm terrible. Like, I, I'm never good. Um, and and hopefully we do a little bit better this year. So about yeah, I've money, been pretty know? bad. I've been pretty bad in the uh, excuse me in the chili bowl pool the last uh, last few years. It's it is uh, it's been pretty ugly. It has been. So we are not going to have a show uh, until right before the chili bowl. So this will be our last show. So this is our preview for the shootout, and then we won't have a show next week during the shootout because I'll be traveling. Then. The week after after that, we will hopefully have a pretty big show um, with with some big names on before the Chili Bowl. But um, yes, get ready for the Lucas Oil Tulsa Shootout. It's a long, long week of racing. You know, ninety heat races basically in the micro sprints. Lots of racing, four different classes, four different chances at a pill draw. Um, you're going to see names like Christopher Bell, Brady Bacon. Uh, we saw Kevin Thomas Jr. last year. It sounds like Logan Seavey is going to be running this year. Um, then you know, of course. Winged Outlaw winner Mitchell Moles, who we had on a rewind, a Flow Racing Rewind uh, recently. Tyler Courtney, the all-star sprint car, you know, all-star sprint car champion will be there. Um, it should be a great time. I know we were talking some NASCAR connections. Haley Deegan will be there. I know Brett Moffitt, I think he's on Baby Watch, so he's not going. Sheldon Creed will be there as a NASCAR truck champion. I think I saw Brexton Bush will be there in a junior sprint, too. So, yeah, maybe, maybe I mean, Kyle Bush will be out there. Yeah, he, um, he probably will be. I mean, it's it's a. Uh, I think that you know last year having the shootout here on Flow was was obviously a great thing for everybody. But I think it just was great from an exposure standpoint for micro racing because um, you know people were at home and you know for COVID or for the holidays or whatever, and you know there was racing on all day. You know, in the middle of the week, and so people watched, and uh, you know you hear a lot more familiar names than you think you're probably going to hear, you know, watching that for the first time. And it's obviously great racing. You know, it's, uh, you know, it, the micros around there are, uh, are crazy fast. I mean, they're just as fast as the midgets. Um, and, you know, arguably, uh, you know, the races are crazier because everybody's kind of going the same speed. You're basically flat out around there in some of the divisions. And so it's, you know, it just, you get going around there the same speed and it's, it's, you know, crazy. So, um, and micro racing as a whole, I think, has has kind of sprouted some legs here the last couple of years with um, with what Keith Coons has done. And and um, just as a whole, you know, Millbridge has obviously helped to grow it, too, in the, the southeast and, you know, in, in kind of this region on the east coast. So um, it's got a lot of momentum. And I think that, um, you know, it only continues to grow. And especially with Chili Bowl on the horizon, you know, as we've talked about, it's a great opportunity for guys who are racing in the Chili Bowl to, to get some laps on their same racetrack uh you know a week and a half prior so um i'm excited to watch it excited to um you know have it back on flow and to be able to to catch in you know catch all the action 
Yeah, it surely is a, a battle of regions, uh, if you will. And chassis manufacturers, you know, Hyper Racing in Pennsylvania and 10J chassis out in California. And then, of course, you have Sawyer chassis in Oklahoma and, and Factor One, which, of course, Jason McDougall won uh, three golden drillers in one night uh, and, and one of those cars. So, um, you know, it's growing, like you said, massively growing. Keith Coons is building, you know, micro sprints. Um, some of the biggest names that are now allowed to race in the Chili Bowl, like Brent Cruz and Ryan Timms and Gavin Bochel, uh, will be on stage in the Tulsa shootout, you know, obviously going to be contending for golden drillers as they contended for uh, the big races across the country, uh, throughout this year. And then you got the veterans like Frank flood and, um, all of these guys all meshed together for, you know, 400, close to 400 in a class. There's four classes, six golden drillers, uh, given out with, uh, of course, the junior sprints and the restricted and, and, uh, the, you know, the other classes. Um, so six golden drillers on the line after Christmas, you have to watch on flow racing, uh, with the Lucas oil Tulsa shootout each week. We have our sun dollar restoration hat shake of the week brought to you by sun dollar restoration. You can visit them at sun dollar.net. I believe you'll probably see sun dollar logos out on cars in the shootout this year for sure. And of course the chili bowl, uh, with D Welch and Zeb wise and, uh, others that will, uh, be supported by Jason, who is based in Carmel, Indiana, his company, you can um, hit him up their water, fire, mold, restoration damage. Uh, they get with your insurance company, whether it be commercial or, you know, personal property, uh, they'll help you get it fixed uh, through your insurance company. That's at sundollar.net. My hat shake is going to Dason Persley. I, I, we got an update uh, this week. Well, I got an update last week from Keith Coons um, that everything was heading in the right direction. And, and after his surgery, you know, he got feeling back in his legs, got feeling back in his arms. He's walking now. He's, you know, doing some PT, kicking ass with um, physical therapy and actually wants to get back in a race car, um, you know, in the, in the near future. But someone sent him a simulator. Did you see that? They sent it down to Atlanta. He's, he's kind of stationed in Atlanta right now doing his physical therapy. Um, and he's back on the sim and looks pretty good. So we saw pictures of him. Uh, it's going to be fun to see if we can uh, get Dason back into a race car. You know, extremely good talent. Race for Keith Coons Motorsports and had a crash this summer. Yeah, Chad Wheeler, who is, um, I guess, a former racer. I don't think he races anymore, but uh, has raced the Chili Bowl um, and now has a simulator company. I think it's WR1 uh, Simulators, but super nice, um, you know, pieces of, of work that he puts together. And uh, they actually had to ship it to Charlotte and then had uh, Jonathan Davis, who has worked in NASCAR and has worked for Chad Boat Industries and, um, and you know, has kind of been around for a while, uh, I guess, drove it from Charlotte to Atlanta, which is, you know, like a four and a half hour drive, uh, but, you know, delivered it to the hospital basically so Dason could use it. Um, so I'll, I'll double down on that hat shake for him and, and you know, just everybody that, that made that happen for, uh, you know, him to continue his recovery and, um, you know, probably just more so than anything, just have a return to a little bit of normalcy, you know, to, to be able to, um, you know, not just have to lay in the bed or do physical therapy all day to have something fun to look forward to, um, you know, kind of being, um, you know, being stuck in the situation he's in, at least for the time being. But yeah, it sounds like, sounds like all things considered, things are, are looking really promising and, and, you know, obviously hopefully uh, that all just continues to, to trend in the right direction. Yeah, it's pretty awesome uh, to see everything going on there. Uh, so Dazen Persley gets our Sun Dollar Restoration 
Hat Shakes of the Week brought to you by Sun Dollar Restoration. We really didn't have – I mean, we haven't had any racing. I guess the Rumble, Tony Stewart won. Uh, and then Ducoin, C. Bell wins with Walkopedia uh, on the side of his race car uh, for RMS Racing. Did you watch any of the, the Ducoin race? I did. I know we should have asked Brian about that. I didn't even think didn't even think about asking I forgot him about, about that, that but, too. But uh, but yeah, we you know we actually did have some racing. So uh, Russ Gamester won Friday at the Rumble, or Russ Gangster, as our friend Keith Gummer calls him. Um, <laughs> and then Smoke, yeah, won on Saturday, and then uh, and then Bell won won at Ducoin. So um, we actually did have some racing. I think uh, I think this weekend everybody's off everywhere, and then you know we hit it hard, obviously with the shootout next week. So fun time to be a race fan. Like we always say, it never stops. Yep. And the shootout begins on Wednesday next week. We're going to talk to Walkopedia about the Lucas Oil Tulsa shootout and the Lucas Oil Chili Bowl coming up next here on the Loud Pedal Podcast. But first, we are presented by Quick Pits and QuickPits.com. It's your one-stop shop for over 350,000 national parts and accessories from the brands you demand. Truck, Jeep, Auto, and ATV with fast, free shipping to your door. Use promo code FLOWSPORTS at checkout for additional savings. All right. Walkopedia is next. This is the Loud Pedal Podcast here on Flow Racing. Gentlemen, start your engine. The race car is pure historic. They are the ancestors of the current Indianapolis car. As we get ready for exciting USAC dirt car racing. But we're not here for horses. We're here for horsepower. And we're back on the Loud Pedal Podcast here on Flow Racing. We are getting set for driller season as we head to the Lucas Oil Tulsa shootout next week. And then, of course, a week later, we begin our Chili Bowl preparations here on Flow Racing. We now bring in uh, kind of one of the the whizzes, if you will, the statisticians, the guy who studies uh, these two weeks the most, probably more than anybody, actually, Brian Walker from Walkopedia. What's up, man? Thanks for coming on the show. I know you kind of live and breathe uh, these two weeks of racing, don't you? Yeah, I uh, yeah, it's it's in my Twitter bio for a reason. Uh, I'm Walkopedia at Chili Bowl, and the other 51 weeks of the year, I'm covering the Outlaws. So, it's just about making it through the year to get to these two weeks. How much more special is it to you being an Oklahoma guy? I mean, you know, it's it's cool for everybody, but you know, being being a hometown guy, I, I know it adds a little bit extra kind of emphasis on it too. I think that's like, I mean, part of the main reason for me, like you know, there's always the Chili Bowl Knoxville debate. And like I, I think that's what I bring up every time. It's just like I, I always lean Chili Bowl because it's my home. I mean, I grew up there forever before I ever even went to Knoxville. So I think that's for me at least. That's definitely why it's more special. That's that's interesting. So you you did the not the Nationals this year, right? Was this your first year? How many have you done so far? No, this is the first year I worked the Nationals. Um, yeah, but I've been to I've been to every Knoxville since 2014. And you're still in the Chili Bowl plan. You still think Chili Bowl's I'm the best? Still in the Chili Bowl plan. I, I, it's, it's like Dylan said. It's home. Yep, I agree. I think I've only been to one Nationals, but Chili Bowl's still my favorite too. So, um, let's talk about shootout first. Um, I think it's officially now they've got the highest number of cars entered that they've ever had there. So, um, yep. why do you think that is? First of all, and and who are kind of some of the 
the combinations, you know, driver teams that people should be paying attention to next week? Man, I I feel like it kind of a little bit. It's got to be on like the down year from COVID, right? Like I think we all kind of thought that would be the case for Chili Bowl too. And like I'm pretty sure Chili Bowl is going to get the record probably next week or sometime. Uh, so I feel like that's got to be a little bit of it. Like, I mean, a lot of people just didn't go last year because of all this the stuff going around. And uh, but as far as favorites, I mean, shoot, there's th- I, I did it last night. There's literally like there's two shy of thirteen hundred in the four main classes, so it's kind of impossible. Just looking down the list, uh, like ten J is loaded. I think they have Emerson, Logan, CV, um, C Bell. C Bell's in all four. I think he's running his stuff in the wings, and then he's running for KKM with the non-wing. Um, there's so many. Uh, I'd say the biggest no-namer, like, uh, I know Carver's not going. He told me at Millbridge he wasn't planning on going because, uh, I think he's building a house. Um, so that's, that guy, I got one, two drillers last year. Could have won three, so that's big. It's a big loss. Um, man, there's a lot. Sheldon Creed will be interesting. Him and, him and Moffitt impressed me at, uh, Millbridge. Brent Cruz. Ryan Timms, there's just a million. That's why yeah. I, I know Dylan told, Dylan told me, or not Dylan, uh, Tyler said yesterday to have like a prediction for each of the four classes. Like there's 30 guys that could win. I don't know. <laughs> would, would Tyler Courtney, the, the all-star champion, be in there? I mean, he's he, he was fast oh, in the yeah. wing class last year. I think Mitchell Moles was on one of our rewinds, and he's going to be with 10J, of course, the defending wing outlaw winner. He said that Courtney's probably the favorite in the wing class. Uh, probably. Yeah, I could, I could say so. And like, he's been, I'm in a group chat with him and like all throughout the year, like with shootout, ever random gets brought up. Like he's been excited about it all year. Cause they were, cause last year was the first time in a long time. Uh, he went into shootout and he was that good. Like every time they hit the track, I still think it's awesome last year. Cause like he, I think they, for whatever reason, they missed pill draw in a class. And then he goes out, starts dead last in his heat race with no passing points. I think he ran either he either won it or like ran second and made the qualifier and had to start at the back because he didn't have passing points. Drove all the way through, made the A main, and almost won it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that's the interesting part too of the shootout. I mean, we've talked about it a couple the last couple of weeks on on this show, but it's different from Chili Bowl because you know you are basically racing all three hundred cars in your class. You know, as opposed to Chili Bowl, you kind of just race each of them on your night, but, but you are competing for points against, you know, all of those cars, which obviously makes it a little bit more of a challenge or a, a different challenge, I guess. Yeah. That got brought up uh, last night on the Midget Monday deal. Like in the years past, like people will bring up draw at Chili Bowl and like, I mean, I'm not going to say it doesn't matter. It does matter at Chili Bowl because, but like you look back, I think the first year Larson won, he drew one on his prelim night. Bell, I think, drew two. Like, they all start – They you can start really anywhere at Chili Bowl, and if you're good, it doesn't affect you. But, like, shootout, they're up to almost 400 cars in Stock Nodwing, and you literally have to race all 400 of those guys in one program. So, like, even last year, it was Quentin Benson started pole of his heat race, won it by, like, four or five seconds, like, absolutely dominated. And then – uh. 
the invert put him like I want to say their outside polar third in the qualifier went out passed everyone he needed to won that and he started like second in the B. It's like oh you win it you do everything you can and you're still not in the show. It's crazy. You're pointing against all those guys, which makes it tough uh, every night. Um, you know, you're, you're from Oklahoma, and, and of course, uh, Port City had that big give-back classic race uh, this year where a hyper uh, won again with Steven Schneider Jr. It sounds like he's going to go to the shootout for the first time. Um, did you even know who that was before he won that? I did not, no. I was watching I was watching at home, and I was texting all my buddies. I said, who is this dude? Yeah, I had not heard of him. Uh, like, I talked to Dason about it. Uh, afterwards, and he said, like, he went out and did the PA Speed Week, so he raced against him there and said he was really good at home, and uh, he just didn't travel that much, but when he did, he went out and won, and now he's, now he's running Chili Bowl. Yeah, one of, what is it, 15 cars for KKM, so uh, yeah. they'll have, have three have three a night, which will be, uh, which will keep those guys busy, I'm sure, so um one other name too, I wanted to get, I want to get your opinion on for shootout before we talk Chili Bowl. I saw that Haley Deegan's going to run shootout, so uh, she doesn't have that much micro experience, obviously. But what kind of what does that bring? You know, in addition to the big names that guys are familiar with, um, I think everybody's probably familiar with Haley Deegan, whether they're a dirt racing fan or not. So just having her there adds a lot of extra exposure to the shootout as well. Yeah, I mean her Bell. Uh... Creed, Moffitt, Brady goes. I, I think it it brings – I think especially come Saturday, it brings more attention for sure. And, like, you know, hopefully a lot, of, a lot of people who wouldn't tune in watch on Flow and, you know, maybe find something they like. Um, I Haley's – she's been practicing a lot, and uh, she's got a good coach with uh, Chase Cabry, uh, her boyfriend, helping her, so – I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't expect her to do bad by any means. I, I don't, let's see what, I don't know what classes she's in. Might just be wing. Let's see. I was going to say her boyfriend might contend for a driller. He's pretty good out there. Yeah. I mean, he, Chase, that's the thing. Like people forget Chase is a, uh, Chase is actually really good. He just hasn't raced that much. So, but yeah, I think hopefully, you know, some, I mean, I'm sure I'll tweet about it a little bit. And if anyone else, it'd be, it'd be nice to bring some extra eyes to the event. What, what um, records can we keep an eye on? So, like, who Brady is, what, one feature away from winning in all four? Like, how close is Frank Flood? What are, what are some of the other guys in the shootout looking for uh, as far as records that could be broken this week? Uh, yeah, the quadruple crown, the kind of stat I made up. Um Brady is one away. I think he only needs uh, stock non-wing. Yeah, he only needs stock non-wing. Uh, Kevin Bear needs outlaw non-wing, but he's been diving back his racing anyways. I'm not sure if he's running. Uh, McDougal. McDougal only needs outlaw wing because he won the other three in one night. Um, I don't know if – I think Flood still might be two away. Let's see. Yeah, he's still two away. He won winged outlaw, and yeah, he needs to win outlaw, non-wing, and A class. So, uh, as far as I mean, they already broke the entry record. Um, I think that's the main one, really. Yep, more records will just keep falling. So, uh, Chili Bowl now. I mean, obviously we got shootout next week, and then a week off, and then we go to Chili Bowl. Um, same question there. What? You know, what kind of uh, – there's not a ton of new combinations, but what 
are you looking forward to most about Chili Bowl and, and kind of, I guess, maybe who are you excited to watch the most? It's uh, maybe in a new situation this year. Uh, Bell back at KKM will be interesting. Um, the RMS TBA sounds interesting, I'm being told. Uh, I mean, can Grant finally dethrone Larson or Bell? He, he's, I mean, you could argue that if the first start goes last year, Justin Grant has a golden driller on his mantle right now. Um, Orson's really confident with Ryan Bold. Like, there's there's so many good options. That's that's a bad part. Like, really, I mean, the general public kind of goes there, and it's it's two guys versus the field. And while in the past five years it literally has been those two guys, like it's still it's still anyone's game. Just, there's so many good guys there. Like, I mean, the entire RMS team too, really. I mean, they, I find that stat mind-boggling last year. They, I think Grant won his prelim. Timez ran second. I think Sweet ran third. And I think Basin ran fifth. And uh, shoot, who was the other? Gravel. I think Gravel ran fourth. They literally had every car inside the top five on the prelim nights. I mean, they're all five. So I think all, and they, all five came back. So I think any of those guys can contend. Um, you know, CV's, CV's back in the Swindell car, which kind of shocked me. But uh, so, I mean, they're full bore on trying to get another driller. There's just so many. Dave Max bringing eight cars. They're, they've formed a new power team with Dalby. Um, yeah. Scanning the list. I mean, Sunshine, obviously, once he's announced. <laughs> Yeah, once he's well, what what do you think about the AXA move from Petrie to to Clawson for the midget? Uh, I mean, I think we all saw it coming. Uh, it'll be good. I I think he'll I think he'll either meet or exceed expectations. You know, he was really impressive all year outdoors, and uh, he he's already got he's already got one driller in the building. He won the won the shootout a few years ago in the in the toughest class. So I think he'll I think he'll do just fine. I'm excited what about our guy Jonathan? What about our guy Jonathan Beeson? Goes and sweeps Gateway. Oh, He's always good at the expo. Yeah, I, I. It's going to be interesting. I don't know if he's going to run the the S Slinger or the Toyota because like he was entered for the Toyota and like kind of saving it. But then you go to Gateway and you absolutely rip. So it's like, uh, what do you do? But I don't. I mean, he'll be he'll be uh, he'll be a contender on probably. I think he always runs Tuesday night and then uh. And then in the show Saturday, people forget, like, I think it was 20, it was either 11, 13, 12, 13. It was one of the years the Swindells won. It was literally Kevin, Sammy, Beeson. He's yeah, good there. He's always good there. I think yeah. I think the Thor, the Thorson thing is interesting. Well, Casey Kane's driving for them, too. So that's that's kind of an interesting yeah. combination. But I think, Damn right. you know, Thorson had a Benassi. Um, last year with Dave Mack, and they drove that thing to the front from the B man. I think he won the B man, and then uh, drove to third in the feature. I think, I think maybe it's his year. That that would be my pick. I mean, I guess we could go around and make our picks. I, I think I think Thorson's my pick this year. I mean, if I was forced to pick just to go outside of the box, I want to say Justin. JG. Yeah, I, that's yeah. I actually think Justin too. I think he's I think he's due. I think he, it's like you can only be so close for so long, right? And he, yeah. like you said, I think if that first start goes last year, it was his to lose. Um, 
So I think he's I think he's due. I know I know the prelim nights haven't come out, but D. Welch and I were talking. He's running Thursday, which is Bell's night. What night is historically the lightest? Oh, I mean, they change every year. Like, I mean, people see one night and they're like, oh, that's easy. And everyone switches that night. Like, yeah, they all when, switch. <laughs> yeah, like when Monday first came out, like the first Monday was rather like, oh, wow, I could have locked it. I, I could have I could have ran fifth year or something. And like the next year, Monday was stacked. So I mean, it changes Well, and I'm interested. I'm interested, too, to see this year because – of the NASCAR test on Tuesday and Wednesday, there's going to be, there's some guys, I mean, Larson and Briscoe usually always run Tuesday. Uh, you know, what night are they going to run? You know, is, do, they run, heard, do they run Monday or do they run Thursday? I heard that like some of them, cause I mean, we have so many, I mean, what we have Bell, Bowman, Elliot, Bowman, Briscoe, yeah. we have a lot. Uh, I heard like some of them were getting out of it. Yes. house. I heard some like were getting out of it. I talked to Kyle and he said, he hopes he can get out of it because he, he wants to stay on Tuesday. So, but I don't know if he will. Yeah. That'd be interesting. Yeah. That's another I guy, Stenhouse, it. who on his prelim night drove from the back of the field and locked in last year. Uh, he's, he that was the, a nice dark horse on Lonnie Wheatley's pool. That was the night like three of them did it. I think it was him, Thorson, and Tucker all did it in the same night. Yeah. Yep. And Kyle, and Kyle Cummins was a prelim Cummins, lock in yeah. last year too. Yep. Same. He'll be back. Same car. So they'll be good. They'll be really good. Um, who's Alex Bright driving for? Reinbold. Ryan Tanner. See, that's that's a good one right there. Yep. Uh, Bright, he's you know he's won a prelim there, and that's those are some good cars right now, especially with Tanner's wrench. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he'll be good. I'm just ready to see trying the prelim nights out. come out. Trying to help uh, these guys out with their Lonnie Wheatley pool sheets. Yeah, I'm ready for the prelim nights to see them as well. Uh, it should be should be a lot of fun. Do you play in the pool? Do you play in Lonnie Wheatley's pool? I, I do not. What? I do not. He's got too many other things to worry about besides his, I, yeah, pool, his group six pool like pick wadding up in the heat race. If I if I did uh, if I did do the pool, I feel like it would affect the tweeting. <laughs> You'd be getting I, 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 with everybody. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that'd be good. <laughs> what about one of these you, kids that are under sixteen? Can they win this thing? Can Brent Cruz or Gavin Bochelle or Ryan Timms? I mean, it's hard to say. It's hard to say they can't, but it's also really hard to say they can. Be in the I don't. I don't know. And talking to a lot of people about it, like. Uh, <clears throat> Some people who were kind of maybe against the rule is uh, their thought process is, you know, some of these kids don't really understand the magnitude of the moment, maybe. And like talking to a lot of people like, uh, you know, rolling down that ramp is like the most nervous they get in their lives. So I don't know. It's, it's a whole different stage than winning a power I race at Lake Ozark. Um, but from what I've seen all year, they're also incredibly talented. And like at I-55, I watched Cruz and Tim's lay their lives on the line on the on the fence, you know, picking up three wheels. It was insane. Um I mean, it'd be cool if some of them made the show. I mean, I'm not gonna say they can't win though. That's exactly my point, is that 
that race is, as you well know, is so different from any other race that you run all year because there is so many things that can go wrong so quickly that are out of your control that can just get in your head and derail your entire week. So it's like, you know, obviously these kids are amazing talents for 13, 14, 15 years old, but do they have the mental capacity to be able to like put whatever happens behind them and just go out in the next race and do what they got to do? That's, that's what I think is going to be the, you know, deciding factor of whether or not they're ready. Yeah, it's not the it's not the talent, it's the it's the mental capacity, like you said. Yeah. I don't I don't I don't know if I abide by that. The only argument that I see for not allowing them to race is the fact that now we could potentially see a, the record books change because if one of those guys wins, like now you break oh, is it Kevin Swindell that has the record right now for the youngest winner? Like he yeah. never got a shot for race at sixteen years old or fourteen or fifteen. Uh, I don't mind it as much. I mean, you can still get in at 16. Like, Cannon still has two more chances to break the record. So, I mean, I think if you do it, I think more power to you. Like, I think you've earned it more. But, Rules change. Yeah. That's that's life, you know. As time, time marches on, the only thing that stays the same is everything changes. That's right, Tracy Lawrence. Thank you. <laughs> But let's let's face it; these kids have probably have more wins than some a lot of some of these other veterans that have been in the building for ten years. Oh, hundred percent, yeah. Like there's uh, there's the committee for rookies, but like, can we get the committee from the thirty seven year old random that shows up and wrecks a league race? I mean, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like last year, Anthony Esper got me fired up. <laughs> <laughs> yep, we will definitely see some drama in the building this year. No question about it. Um, thanks for coming on the show. We appreciate you taking your time and good luck with all of your, uh, Walkopedia stuff this winter and look forward to seeing everything. Absolutely. I'm ready for Tulsa.